Dominguez ready. The 3-2. Swing and a miss. He got him. And the ball game and the series are over. And the Phillies are headed to the National League Championship Series as they have taken out the world champs. An 8-3 win. The Phillies celebrate on the mound. And this crowd can celebrate as the Phillies season will continue. Yo, it is a special post-game edition of the High Hopes podcast slash the High Hopes radio show. We are live. Jack Fritz and James Seltzer sitting in Citizens Bank Park. We've hugged a million people. We've slapped a million fives. It has been an absolutely magical day at the ballpark. And Jack Fritz, your Philadelphia Phillies, our Philadelphia Phillies are going to the National League Championship Series. How you doing, buddy? I never thought I'd be here, James. I like there was a point at the, towards the end of last or end of last season, and maybe like three weeks ago, I was like, "Am I ever going to see the Phillies in the playoffs again?" <laughs> like I was straight up asking myself that question. And here we are, three weeks later, and the freaking Philadelphia Phillies are eight wins away <laughs> from the World Series. From the World Series. They're going to the NLCS. I can't believe we're sitting here, buddy. I can't believe we just sat here all afternoon. And it was like almost stress-free in a way. It was easy, dude. It was, it was almost stress-free. <laughs> I was expecting a white knuckler, and it was nothing. They demolished the Atlanta Braves. Game one was a blowout. I know it got close late. They scored, they, 17 to 4. They outscored the Braves at home in this series. 17 to 4, Jack. Yesterday was a blowout and today was a blowout. And for all this last year and last couple years of, oh, well, how are we ever going to beat the Braves? The Phillies just took it to them. <laughs> the Phillies just took it to them. And I, am, I, am, I, I couldn't be happier. I can't stop smiling. I can't stop thinking about, you know, this place and how loud it was and how into it everyone was. And the rally towel is going again. And everyone just, you know, the, the jubilation on the field after they won. Like, the, the Phillies are going to the freaking NLCS, dude. They're going to the NLCS. I can't believe it. I can't believe we're here. Um, this is something that, you know, 08 was special. Oh no! I was special. Ten, eleven. It was all special. But like now, I'm an adult, and and now, <laughs> now you and I and all of our listeners out there, like everyone that's listening right now, has sat through eleven years of <laughs> dread and torture for this moment. For this moment, celebrate it. Celebrate what we just watched because it doesn't happen very often. It's a great point, man. And again, like the Phillies are one of the final four teams in baseball this year. They are in the final four of the 2022 season. And to your point, I caught myself umpteen times today just looking at the crowd, just looking around the stadium like seeing the rally towels and seeing the people into it. And we were talking about it like five minutes after the game's over as they're celebrating on the field, not a single person had left the stadium. No. It was magical here. I, I, like, honestly, it had been 11 years since I'd been in this ballpark and felt that, and I, I forgot, man. I forgot. I forgot what it was like to be here for a day like this for a magical, special day. And you know what I'm really happy for? Obviously, we're happy for all the fans out there, happy for everyone who's gone 
11 years. I mean, I saw kids here where it was like clear that they were like, you know, two, three, four years old. The last time the Phillies made the playoffs, they're here with their dad or their mom or whatever. And it was magical. But for those players, man, for those players who've been here through Reese Hoskins and Aaron Nolan, Zach Eflin, and, and all these guys to be here through this, the last whatever amount of years and see this park the way it was, sadly, yep. right? Sadly, and for them to get to experience this the last two days, like, I, I, it, I, they probably had no idea this could happen. Like, for them, this must be the most amazing experience, and they showed up because of it. It was amazing, dude. It was, and and again, I, I echo your sentiment here that I'm, I'm happy for those guys, and, and I'm especially happy for Reese. I'm especially happy for Nola, Eflin, being able to come in and do that today. Like, the first guys that came up and were really a part of this thing and have been through – been here through the track. I mean, it, it, it's been a struggle uh, these last couple of years. And for them to be able to see what this place is like, for everyone that out there that lo- loves to say, oh, football town this, baseball town, it's baseball's dead in this city. Dude, this place was electric the last couple of days. And it was filled <laughs> oh, with it was filled with so many, so many like 20-plus-year-olds, like 25 to 30. You told me that yesterday after the game. You were like, you're not going to believe how many kids are here. And I was blown away today. It was. Because... because because there's something special about falling in love with the baseball team. You you feel much more – you just feel connected to them. And as we sit here today, they might be going to the World Series, buddy. <laughs> no. They might be going to the World – like, when we – I've talked about it a lot. <laughs> it sounds so ridiculous when you say it. You, from, said, you said that sentence, and I'm like – I almost blanched it because I'm like, what? But but from, from day one of this postseason, the Segura hits – you know, the Castellanos catch. The, the Nola game the, with Eflin closing it out. Like, there's so much team of destiny. The Hoskins guys. homer. The Hoskins homer. The Marsh homer. JT Real Muto hit a great hit a, hit inside the park home run today. First the catcher. catcher in the what history, are we doing? The first catcher in the history of baseball did an inside the park home run in the postseason. And it was magical here. Like, that was a moment that for the rest of my life, I will never forget being here and yelling, go, go, and everyone losing their minds. And again, the yep. hugs and the high five. I forgot what it was like to hug strangers, man. Like, I forgot. It's yep. the best. I know. It's the best feeling in the world. And the fans showed up, and the players showed up. Like, this team came home. We talked so much. We talk, Like, that was the whole thing with the first round. It was like, yes, this is nice. We won a round. This is cool. But but we need baseball back at Citizens Bank Park. That's what playoff baseball, that's what we wanted. That's what we were yearning for. And then for them to, again, outscore the Braves 17-4 to in the two home games we get, like, magical's the word, man. Like, I can't, that's the only word that keeps coming to my mind is, is magical. You keep calling them a team of destiny. It feels that way. It's just, it is a miraculous, miraculous thing that we are watching. And if you want to chime in and and weigh in on this, 215-592-9494. Celebrate with us. Like, Celebrate that's all I care us. about. Like, we obviously, James and I are ecstatic and over the moon, and I haven't stopped smiling for the last hour and a half, and I've hugged so many people. I'm not a hugger, James. Like You're, you're not. Much, you're much hugger. more of a hug yeah, guy. No doubt. I have been just hugging everyone I've seen. But, like, what makes today so special is to be able to celebrate it with everyone. That's right, Like, buddy. James and I are just pawns on the radio <laughs> being able to talk about it. But we love this baseball team. We know how much you love this baseball team. Celebrate this. I love it. Celebrate Let, this. Let's do it right now. 215-592-9494. Let's start it out in Allentown with Matt. Matt, you are on WIP after the Phillies have just clinched a burst 
birth in the National League Championship Series. How you feeling, pal? I cannot tell you how much this means to me. And look, I'll just give you an example of how this just permeates throughout the whole Phillies fandom. I was at the store getting a beer, and some guy next to me told me he was at the game yesterday, and a woman, he was in the, he was in the nosebleeds, and the, the place started, started rocking, and, and the woman next to him asked him if it's normal for the stadium to be rocking like this. And it just shows the excitement <laughs> that everyone has about the Phillies right now. I mean, there's so much to get to. Like, there's so much about this game that was special. JT Romuto inside the park home run. Oh. Stuff like that doesn't happen unless you're going to have a special season. And I yeah. really think the Phillies are going to win it all this year. This game was just was just phenomenal. Brandon Marsh, dude doesn't hit home runs. What's he doing hitting a three-run home run? This guy doesn't hit homers. He's, 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 he's like a gap hitter. How about, how about our guy? How about our guy, Dave Dombrowski? Noah Syndergaard comes oh out, pitches goodness. well today. What Brandon Marsh. Seriously. Brandon Marsh and, goes, yeah, yeah. And we forget, and Jose wanna, Alvarado, the first trade that Dave Dombrowski made. Garrett Clevenger for Jose Alvarado was the first thing he did when he got oh. here. Look, I, and I just want to throw some shade at the Braves because, I mean, Please. we did beat a really good team, but Acuna had a terrible game. Yes, and he looked checked yeah, out three times. He had two really, really yeah. bad plays, and he let run score on both of those plays. And you could just tell, like, the body language wasn't there for him. And it was, it was, it was sweet. It was, like, it was like tasting the sweet tears of the Atlanta Braves. I oh, love it. I love Matt, it. I love it. I love it. Great first call to start us off. And you can Dude, hear the emotion, the energy, and, man. And he mentioned it, and I, we haven't brought it up yet. But this being against the Braves oh, makes, makes it, it so much sweeter. It makes it that I hate much them. sweeter. I hate them so much. And we talked about all series, like all these freaking rookies they bring up, and they they put a gun to their head to get them to sign contracts. These contracts they sign are unbelievable. They've been on such a heater, the Braves. They've been yep. on such a heater, and the Phillies just whooped their asses, man. It took like two miraculous catches and a weird wheeler off inning and a Cooney yep. getting hit for them to even win one game in this series. The Atlanta. Atlanta Braves got sunned by the Philadelphia the, Phillies. The Phillies beat the reigning champs. They destroyed the reigning champs. Let's keep it rolling. Let's go to our Kyle buddy, Kendrick. Michael in Haddon Township. Michael, what up, buddy? James, how you been, buddy? Oh, I'm Dad. so excited, buddy. I'm so excited. Oh, Michael. man. I haven't seen you guys since the Hot Hopes night in uh, 2019. Oh, my God. Dude, my first game was Phillies opening day. 1976. Wow. I'm sitting here now as a 55-year-old who's been starving for this for 10 years. This is a team. We've got a legit shot at getting to the series. We I, do, buddy. We absolutely <laughs> do, Michael. I, I don't know what to – I'm sitting here just like pacing back and forth, remembering everything from – 76, 80, yep. 2008, 93. This is going to be fantastic. And I'm so happy for you young guys to finally be experiencing this. It's uh, Michael, that, it's such a great point because well, it's James generational. I'm not young. I'm, I'm old. <laughs> but it is. You're, it's a great point, Michael. It's generational. I've said it before, but you see parents with their kids here who weren't old enough to, to experience this before. You see people who are like 11 years old and now are 22. And it, we met a guy, Tyler, tonight who was 22. He's like, they were, I was 11 when they yep. went in the playoffs before, and I bought a beer tonight. How cool is that? Like, it's that kind you of stuff that makes it must, special. James, you know I love you and Jack forever. You, 
younger people, you have to remember this forever. It doesn't come every day, especially on such <laughs> yeah. a beautiful wow. yeah. Michael, afternoon. Uh, well, especially this in Philadelphia. Yeah. Well, like James, I mean, think about it this way. You know, we grew up hearing about 1950. We grew up hearing about 1964. We heard about Black Monday. They won the World Series in 80. I grew up hearing so much about 93. Yep. Uh, I grew up with 07 through 11, which is magical. And now the 2022 Phillies are having one of the – I mean, we're, we're at a point where it's one of the five best Phillies teams. Like, <laughs> ridiculous. Like, legitimately, we're watching – they are in – dude, I, I just wow. I just need this for, for everyone out there. The Phillies are in the freaking NLCS, <laughs> oh, dude. Man. What world are we living in The Phillies in right are now? the first team to advance to the CS. Like, there's no other team in yet. The, the Astros game is still going on. The Phillies are the only team that is officially in the championship Dude, I'm series. gushing. I'm it's just, amazing. I'm gushing. Two, I, I couldn't be happier. 215-592-9494. We're going to continue to take your calls. It is a high hopes victory hour. After the Phillies have just won a game seven to like eight to two, eight to three, right? Jeez, Louise, I forgot about the Harper home run. What a game! What a day! What a magical moment! We're here with you. Get on board now. We're gonna celebrate. Celebrate with us as the Phillies are going to the NLCS. It's Fritz. It's Seltzer. We're coming right back. Here's the one-one swing and a fly ball center field. Back into his right is Harris towards the angled wall to the track. At the wall, reaches out. It comes off the wall. It rolls away. JT flying around second. He's heading for third. Dusty Watson is going to wave him home. Here's the relay to the plate. There'll be no throw. JT slides. It's an inside the park home run. JT Romuto hits one off the bottom of the angled wall and caroms away from Harris. And it's four to one, Phillies. What a play. What a moment. Like, Jack, there are not that many moments that I can point to that I've been in a building for where I can say, wow, that might be the coolest thing I've ever seen. And that was that moment. That was among the coolest things I've ever been in a building for. The entire crowd urging him to go. Like, it was clear it was going to happen. You're like, Acuna, you didn't back it up. We're like, wow, this is going to be an inside the park home run by a catcher in a playoff game that happened. <laughs> I mean, Roy Halladay threw a no hitter in a playoff game. I, I I actually think seeing it inside the Parker is more <laughs> is more insane. It, it, yeah, I mean, it's not, maybe not more rare, but more insane. I mean, sure. and and <laughs> home runs are great, and and they're awesome. But any real baseball fan knows that when you're in the ballpark, a double, triple, triple. slash inside, and hearing. You don't even say inside the park home run because you don't you, yeah, you right. even count it. You're Triple's like, I want to triple because you're like, you don't even think an inside the park home run is a, an, an option. Exactly. You know? and, and just hearing the crowd start to rise. And then once everyone realized, like, JT coasted. He coasted <laughs> on inside the I park home run. I didn't realize. So because so, uh, where we were, we were like standing room and watching from behind. Like, people are jumping up and going nuts. I didn't realize there wasn't a throw home until I just heard that call. Yep. I assume they at least threw home. No. Nope. It's un. They didn't throw home on that, and didn't throw home on a single to left field yeah. later that like scored a, a key insurance run for the Phillies. And like, again, insurance runs. How about the Phillies just piling on and saying, "No," because early on it's like, "All right, they get runs, and the Braves will get a solo homer and a solo homer, and kind of keep like, you know, chipping away." And then all of a sudden it was like, "No, no, no, enough of this! Like, we are going to just keep putting up runs and pull away and 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 finish you off." Even man. when it was, even when it was four-one, it was, and they and they made it like four-two, and then like the Olsen homer Olsen or whatever. Homer. I was just like. They got it. I felt this like, way. There was never. It was weird. What's so weird about this team is that, like, when I watch them, 
I always just assume they're going to lose. Like, they'll, they'll find a way to lose. For the last 11 years, Jack, that's how I felt. I have, like, nothing is, I, I, I can just sense a loss coming. I can just, it's a sixth <laughs> it's sense your, of it's mine. It's your superpower. And I didn't feel it. Like, when they made it 4-2, I was like, yeah, but, like, Pilates going to get out of this. It's, it's not <laughs> a big deal. And there was at no point today where I was, like, stressed. I was stressed this morning. Like, this morning. Because I started thinking about, like, I started thinking about, okay, so you lose today. And then you go, you go Wheeler on three days rest. Like, first, is that really what you want? Fully rested, Max Fried. Right, like, that's scary. And I was like, they gotta end it today. And honestly, James, I sit here thinking they don't win that game without this crowd, and they don't win these last two games without the crowd because I don't. We talked about this last time on the podcast. Like, I don't know how you're a baseball player and you you felt that yesterday and you sensed that yesterday, and you don't want that euphoria again. And they wanted that euphoria again. You could just sense it with the way they played today. It was like they might have finally reached the ceiling that we dreamt of, <laughs> in the, like at the right time. And 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 I don't think Bryce, like Bryce, continuing his whole "we're not losing this game" thing. Mm-hmm. That means something. And I'm how just about telling Bryce you that just means being something. insanely locked in right now? I mean, we spent, what, two months or whatever, or a month and a half, whatever it was, after Harper coming back from the injury, being like, well, you know, that's not Bryce Harper. That's a shame. And then the playoffs start, and it's the guy from last year again, the guy from the start of the season. Well, and it's the guy you don't want to pitch to. Oh, I mean, time. he is like straight up. in baseball is all of a sudden playing for the Phillies again. Hey, James, guess what? What? You know who they might face next round? Who's that? That'd be Blake Snell. Oh, buddy. You know who's ready for some revenge? That's a really good point. I didn't think about who's that. Who's ready for some revenge? That's MV3, baby. That's a great point. 215-592-9494. Let's keep it rolling. Celebrate with us. Go to South Philly and talk to our buddy, Dan. What up, Danny? Oh, my God. James, Jack, can you believe this? No. Yeah. Straight oh up, my I, God. I, I can't believe it. But we are so freaking happy, man. I mean, you know, neighbor Dan is a podcast guy, not a radio guy. So this has to be something special. Neighbor, I'm calling it on the radio. Dan! <laughs> it's a party! Oh, what a, what a, oh my god! I love this is the this. last time I'm ever going to do this. But I mean, forget three weeks ago, Jack. Two weeks ago. Can you believe? Like, did you think two weeks ago you'd be sitting there at the ballpark doing a show following a win that is sending them to the NLCS? I mean, this is unbelievable. Dan, I got to be honest. This is an absolute dream come true. Like being able to be on WIP, which is like the greatest thing in the entire world, after and celebrating with you and every single person out there listening right now, it is this is an absolute dream. They're going to the NLCS. <laughs> I mean, literally two weeks ago, I went to a bar in the city and I had to like beg them to turn the game on the TV. Like nobody cared. <laughs> you know, college know. football and they got destroyed in a in a the first game of that doubleheader by the Nets. It, it was, and I'm thinking, here we go again, another year. We we put all the time, you guys, myself, we put into this team, and they're going to blow it again. And then, like nothing, the the Brewers lose to the Marlins twice. All of a sudden, we're clinching. I mean, they've celebrated <laughs> three times in the last two weeks. I can't even keep track of them all. It, it's, Danny, it's unreal. It's a good point, man. It's a, we've seen three sellers. And, Danny, we love you, buddy. Thank you for calling. This is very good. You got it. You. Awesome. Neighbor Dan calling in. If you listen to the pod, you know Neighbor Dan. Um, man, he's so right, though. Like, think about it, Jack. Like, two and a half weeks ago, everyone in this city was like, oh, man, they're doing it again. Yep. It's September. It's collapse time. Yep. It's happening again right in front of our faces. And now we're sitting here on WIP talking about them going to the NLCS. Like, 
like what a crazy two weeks. Well, it's like they they go out to they go out to Chicago and they get swept, and it's like, are yeah. you guys freaking serious? <laughs> I know, I know. You know, they win the game one in in in, in Washington. And it's like cute, adorable, mm. good job. What if you the mm. Nationals, which you've done for <laughs> for two years now, and then dude, thirteen to four happened. And it's like, why am I wasting my time? Like, I, all the same emotions started coming back of like, what a waste of time. Like, what an absolute waste. I spend – I watched a, I, I watched 161 baseball games yeah. this year of Phillies baseball. I figured it out too. I'm 160. I was one less than you. I was 161 of like – like obviously not start to finish, but right, seeing yeah, a pitch. Yeah. And I was like – I do well, – we do two podcasts a week. We – um, watch every game. You do Phillies today, and it's like, what a waste. <laughs> I know. And here we are. Sit- Again, you just said it. We are sitting at Citizens Bank Park after the Phillies just clinched a spot to go to the NLCS. It is so surreal, but that's what makes baseball so beautiful, and that's what makes this, 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 this town so perfect. We have seen so many of these, of these postseason teams, of these, of these um, you know, home teams that have gotten tight when the run road teams have come in here. And what the Phillies did was use the crowd to their advantage. And what we did as, as fans is put all kinds of pressure on the Braves. And that when, that's what makes us different. There was Charlie Chance today. Oh, my God. The, the, you, like, I hate, you know, I've texted you about those years. Like, I hate the Tomahawk Chop. It's one of my least favorite things on the planet. I can't believe it's still a thing in 2022. But you know what I'll tell you? The Mock Chop in the stadium for it, pretty great yep it was pretty great it's different and it, it's it's magical man it is it is ridiculous that we're here and i can't wait for game one two one five game one of the nlcs what two one five is that a thing zach wheeler will be starting game one of the nlcs and that's another underrated part didn't of have this. to use him didn't have to use him it's amazing it's amazing two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four we will take your calls celebrate with us we are on for another hour and 15 minutes we're going to be reacting to this magical magical day as a Phillies fan. The greatest day as a Phillies fan that I've had in my career. I started in radio in 2012, and now they're here. It's a, it's a beautiful thing. Celebrate with us. 215-592-9494. It's high hopes. Celebrating the Phillies going to the NLCS. We're coming right 1-1. Swing and a high fly. Deep left field. Towards the corner. Rosario looking, and it is gone. Bryce Harper, an opposite field home run to tack on one more here in the eighth. It's 8-3, Phillies. Put an exclamation on this one. (laughs) Man, I'm so struck. And it's Jack Fritz and James Seltzer. High hopes reaction to the Phillies winning today at home and going to the NLCS. And I'm struck as I'm listening to that. I'm listening to JT highlight. And it's something, Jack, we've talked about on the podcast for years, literally, I think the entirety of the podcast, the six years or whatever we've done it, is having new highlights, having new moments, how we love the, the uh, 7 to 11 highlights and our 80 highlights and the Schmidt and the Harry calls and all that and how magical and special they are to us, but how it's been so long since we added to that, since we, we brought in new highlights that are going to last with us forever. And the Hoskins homer yesterday, the Marsh homer did, the JT inside, hearing Francie call the JT inside the Parker. Like, this is stuff you and I are going to hear 
thousands of times. Like, think about how special that is, that stuff happened today that's going to live with us forever, and that that's what's so beautiful about today. Well, 10 years from now, and, you know, hopefully it's not another playoff drought. Um, <laughs> yeah, let's not do that again. But we'll get to we'll get to relive those moments, and there'll be new chill-inducing calls, and we'll look back. You know, obviously we remember we remember all of them, like the Howard double, the Rollins walk-off, the Victorino Grand Slam. Like, we're already starting Into to have – the night, all of it. We're already starting to have those moments with this team. Um, and we're already starting to, like, like I'll remember where I was for the Castellanos catch. I'll remember the, the Francie call of that. I'll remember the, the dude, the Hoskins home run totally. is is just so chill-inducing. All, All time. The gene hit. Like, yes. So many of them. And we, and we talked a lot about get Francie to the playoffs. Yeah, we did. Was that our best take ever? I think it might I think it been. might be our best take ever because Francie's back in the playoffs. And our guy in L.A., they are freaking delivering. It is, like, those guys are so good, and, and like all throughout the season, all the all the fill-ins were awesome. But like those two have just such a different oh, the chemistry is amazing. Different chemistry, and, and there's nothing that that brings a smile to my face more than hearing LA like do his oh, little like yeah, who who hey, and was like Fransky's Roger JT run out there, go go like they, there's the best. It's it, like I'm getting chills. I'm yep. getting chills talking about it, and we got more of that. And and guess what, buddy. We got a whole nother series coming up. I know. One of the last four. The it's national not over. stage. We are on the national stage. It is a beautiful thing. Let's keep it rolling. 215-592-9494. We are on until 8 o'clock. Celebrate with us. Let's go to Newtown and talk to our buddy, George. George, we did it, pal. What's up, Jimmy and Jack? It's, uh, it's honest to God hard to take a smile off your face after watching that. They, uh, I know. They played amazingly well. I got to tell you, my MVP... Bobby Thompson, the yeah. fact that he never juggled that lineup, I, I'm, I'm telling you. They, when they, everyone, I, every, everyone, everyone, everyone wanted to juggle it around, and, to and, and credit to him, like he has had such a good feel for this team. Seeing how the city like was just was just reveling in Rob Thompson smiling at the end, like he's so stoic. He has such a good feel for this team, and him never wavering and trusting his guys that means something, especially that in was, baseball. Like not panicking, that, George. Yep. That means something. That uh, absolutely. You know what? It gave them confidence. It made a big difference. I say they did two things that made a huge difference this year. One, they got rid rid of the ethical situation in center field. Mm-hmm. Two, they changed managers. Yeah. With those, the- from that point on, from them to two changes on, they played baseball the way it's supposed to be played. And today was the epitome of it. And maybe, yep. you know, quick story. I'm watching a bunch of dogs today, so I couldn't go to the game. I'm watching dogs because my daughter and all her friends are down at her bachelorette party. Wow. Having a good time down the shore. That daughter was born on August 7th, right after Kim Batiste wow. hit the um, ball. Yeah. After a ball went through his leg to let him tie the game, he ended up hitting a single. Needless to say, I wanted to name her Kim well, Jenna's having a good time today, so. That's awesome. George, <laughs> George, we love you, buddy. What a win. And you can hear the emotion. Yep. Like, you hear well, that in his voice, and that's what this is. And man. that's what the Phillies do for us. Like, the, the Phillies, because it is such a long season, and you get so emotionally invested, and the losses kill you. Um, 
you know, being able to celebrate this today, you know, we, we talk about clinching in 07, 93, but now we're talking about the 2022 Phillies, which is a place I never thought we'd be at. And <laughs> you, you talk Especially about, after the wait. After yeah. the wait. And you talk about things that have changed this team, you know. Um, obviously, Byron like, Girardi. As George is talking, I'm just thinking about, like, and it's Thompson, too, but it's the combo of getting rid of Girardi and it being Thompson. Like, that is the thing. Like, you point to a lot of things this year. That was the moment where everything changed. Well, that and, like, you know, halfway through the season realizing, hey, defense is, like, kind of important. So <laughs> Yeah, let's, let's go, go get a Mundo Sosa. Yeah. Let's go get Brandon Marsh. Like, let's go do yeah. these things where it's 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 – it shores up a baseball team, and you turn into a great team, and and you turn into a winner. Like for for so long, for the last like three years, it's been like these guys are losers. They don't know how to they don't know how to win, and here we are, and they're winners. They, they are just beat, winners. Uh, they just beat a team that's a team of winners. That, they and a won- team that always gets back. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. And they just beat their like beat their pants off. They did, and 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 it, it, we said it earlier, but it, it's. It bears repeating, like, Bryce Harper was the best player in this series. Yeah. And and Bryce Harper is back to being the MVP. And Bryce Harper has a chance to carry this team to the World <laughs> Series. It's to what we the talked about World when they signed him. Series. That was the thought. When they signed him, we're like, man, Bryce Harper, playoff baseball. Like, we are real again. And to actually see it in action, and what a series Hard, Brad. It's amazing. All right, 215-592-9494. We're going to get to a lot of calls next hour. It's been a tight hour coming out of the game, finishing up the coverage, but it is all us and you coming back. Get on the line now, 215-592-9494. We're going for another hour. Jack Fritz, James Seltzer, High Hopes Radio, another hour reacting to a magical day at Citizens Bank Park. Stick with us. Celebrate with us. It's Fritz at Seltzer. Still feels surreal to say it. I, uh, I've been a, a somewhat of a critic of the song itself, Dancing on My Own. Uh, I will say, in the ballpark, when they play at the end, like, yep, in, felt it. It's magical. Well, it's awesome. I feel like I've said the word magical 20 I times. I know, Rod. That's the only word that, like, describes how I'm feeling. Yeah, Rod actually texted me and said, uh, how many times is Celtics <laughs> going to say magical until 8 o'clock? But oh, it man. is, man. And, um... The, like dancing on my own, like is a song bad mostly, yes. <laughs> but when the whole crowd is going, it like was, it was, awesome. uh, like it's just, it was special. it's different, and it's one of those things that you know we talked last podcast about how jealousy are go Cubs go. Like the, the crowd was behind today. The crowd was into everything. The crowd was into every pitch. The crowd was into every fly ball. The crowd was into every strikeout. Dude, I was saying you crowds were even doing like the charge chants and that you know like do 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 like everyone was getting <laughs> which no everything. one ever does. That's during my the regular point. Season. We're here. Yep. No one ever does that in every. Every single person was into all of it. Well, it was as locked in a crowd as I remember. And you want to know the biggest difference, buddy, is that I had to sprint to the bathroom to make sure the line didn't yep. get too long. Yep. That's the that's when you know playoff yeah. baseball is back in Philadelphia. Yeah. And 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 we are we are really, really firing on all cylinders. Um and and, and just again, not be, not having to use Zach Wheeler today and making sure he's fully rested. They go into the NLCS. With Zach Wheeler and Aaron Nola perfectly healthy and on a lot of rest, mm-hmm. that is dangerous. Uh, you, you couple that with Wheeler being off essentially for the month before that, um, 
he's rested and ready to go. He turns into a massive weapon. Uh, do I hope that he turns into these guys? No, but would I take a World Series? Yes. But <laughs> it reminds me a lot of Patrick Corbin and Chris Sale. Sure. I mean, sure. those guys were – I mean, that was – you know, uh, Dave Dombrowski's last World Series team was 2018. He brought Chris Sale in every situation possible. Nathan Navaldi, same thing. He closed it out. He closed it out. I mean, he closed on. it out. Corbin, they, they brought out of the bullpen. They pitched a ton. But Zach Wheeler's positioned to do that. And Noah's ready to do that. Um, I, I, I think Ranger just had a bad start. You know, I still think I mostly trust them. But the, they are <laughs> – it's almost like there's a lot of time off here and there's a lot of time for them to think. But on paper, they are fully rested and and – Really healthy heading. Well, into the and LCS. not just that. It's it's that's the funny thing about this team is that it's not like a scrub team that won eighty three games and got into the playoffs and went on a run. <laughs> yeah, like this is the si- but but my point being that this is it. This is the sixth highest payroll in baseball. Yeah. This is a stacked roster. This is a team that ultimately underachieved in the se- in the regular season by winning eighty seven games. They can beat anybody, man. They can beat anybody. And you know the other thing, James, is that hopefully. They're getting David Robertson back for the oh, NLCS. Oh, I didn't even think it's a great They point. didn't even need him. Yeah. They didn't even need him. Jose Alvarado, Jose Alvarado is turning I Listen, I know Brad Lidge was perfect in 2008. Jose Alvarado's better. Jose Alvarado. <laughs> Jose he's Alvarado is better. Yeah, he's nasty. He is better than 08 Brad Lidge. Yeah. And right how about now. Sir Anthony? Sir Anthony's locked he's in. Back. He's back. Dave Lundquist had a had a conversation with Sir Anthony in the bullpen last week. L.A. and France, he said this on the air. Dave Lundquist was talking to Sir Anthony in St. Louis, and he was like, are you okay? And Sir Anthony's like, yeah. He's like, well, why don't you just go throw a strike? <laughs> and Sir Anthony's like, okay, sounds great. And now we're getting 99 with sync again, James. Thank you, Dave Lundquist. Yes, shout out Dave take. Lundquist. Get All your right. World Series ring, kid. 215-592-9494. Jack said it before. Who cares what we have to say? We want to hear what you have to say because this is a special moment for this city. We have waited 11 years to be back in this spot. And really, we've waited, uh, I guess, since 2009 to technically be back in the spot yes. we're in right now. We've not been in the NLCS since 2009. <laughs> it's, a, it's a special day, man. Let's hope it doesn't end the same way. Yeah, well, you know. But at the same time, and I know we'll go to the phones in one second. Yeah. This is all house money. Like this is Oh, that's the way it feels. This is man. perfect. This is this is everything right now. Like it, we're still living and dying with every pitch. We're still getting chills. We're still thinking about the calls. But like everything from this point forward it's just gravy. Yeah. It's just gravy. Just hop along and get on the uh, get on the ride. Well, and it feels like for the players too. We talked about it so much going into the playoffs, saying, "Hey, the big weight on them was the playoff drought." Like, I think what? that might be our best take. I think it might be the best take we ever had. We're like, they're going to be loose going to. We feel good about it, and like, look what's happening. It's an amazing thing. All right, react with us, celebrate with us. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. Let's go to Glenn Olden and talk to my buddy Rob. Positive Rob's going to be positive tonight, I would guess. What up, Robbie? Yo, what's up, fellas? How you doing, man? Great. What's time. up, Robbie? Gosh, listen, James. James, I texted you before. I said they're going to win at Harbor Goes Yard. They won at Harbor Went Yard. Look at so you, buddy. Look at it's you. It's a mad dog kind of night tonight. Mad dog tonight. It's a ma- again. It's just an unbelievable night. And that Harper Homer being oh. like the exclamation point at the end because it was like, all right, now even a grand slam yep. doesn't tie it. Yep. It's just like, wow, man. Well, it just made it like, like it made the ninth inning so stress-free. Exactly. I was like, I, instead of oh. like, oh my God, I was like, oh, they're going to blow it to like, I was just counting down outs. Same. Now you, I started at 12. I started at 12 outs. Jack was, and Jack was not just counting Braves out. He was counting all outs. <laughs> he was like, it was very good. 
you could feel it through the TV, and then you got that Nimrod uh, Denard, you know, stretching out the lance at bat just to be a tool. You know what I mean? Just yeah. being a That's because he's a former Phil. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I know he was a former. And Phil. what was appropriate was him. He's like the one guy that couldn't get out all series too. So yeah. you know. But listen, you know, I love you guys both about your dads. I lost my dad right before the Eagles run, and it's just one of those moments you wish you could, you know. Well, Rob, yeah, yeah actually, like, uh, you know, you brought that up. I, I lost my dad uh, almost 19 years ago. And oh, wow. Today yeah. would have today would have been my dad's 75th birthday. Wow. My oh, dad was my born God. October 15th, 1947. So um, I thought about that a lot today, you know, and yeah. Rob, great call, buddy, and, and we appreciate it. And I, I thought about that a lot. You know, the reason I'm a Phillies fan is because of my dad. Yep. Like, he took me to games when I was a kid. I was here for Schmidt's retirement ceremony. I was here for Carlton's retirement ceremony. I was here for, like, all these. I remember I met Ricky Jordan on the field. My dad got us on the field, and it was so cool. I got to meet one player, and I met Ricky Jordan. I was like, this is the coolest thing that's ever happened to me. It was, like, amazing. And, and uh, yeah, it would have been his 75th birthday. So and, and, again, it goes back to that thing that I keep talking about, that what makes this so special is the generational aspect of it, that, you know, it's familial. My dad was a Phillies fan. His dad's a Phillies fan. Zoe's going to be a Phillies fan. Her kids are going to be Phillies fans. And, and for us to wait so long and for it to be, you know, 11 years of our lives, man. Yep. Like, people who are 60 or 70, people who are 10 or 20, like, it's a like big, big gaps in our life it's without a this. massive And a lot of time spent watching this. Oh I mean... My God. It's horrible baseball. So much so much horrible baseball we've watched. So much disappointing baseball we've watched. Yeah, and, you know... You like, think... we've given... That's the thing about baseball is it's such a commitment. Yes. You're giving three and a half, three to four hours a night every night for six months of your life to this team and we've gotten so little back for 11 years and this is why we do it i mean this in the most endearing way possible Uh, trust me when i say this Mm -hmm. anyone can be an eagles fan (laughs) anyone can be an eagles fan totally get it it is 17 weeks out (laughs) of the season that's not commitment i'm just i'm just letting you know this is commitment you're right this is commitment this is 160-plus games watched a year. This is multiple podcasts a week. This is minor leagues. This is this – is, I treat every single Phillies game like an Eagles game, and they crush me when they lose. And to be able to sit here on the radio reacting with people, being in the ballpark today and hugging just so many strangers, there, it, there's just – I'm going to steal your word of the night. <laughs> yes, do it. And it's just, it's just magical. Because it's the right word. Yes. It's the right I'm so, word. I'm so happy. I am oh, so happy. I love this. I'm excited to see Justin in Northeast Philly called the Midday Show multiple times this week. And I don't think I could even understand what he was saying because he was yelling so loud. He was so fired up. Justin, how you feeling, pal? I have no voice. You didn't have a voice when you were calling us on the air this week. You were so fired up. Oh, my God. You you asked me to be the hype-up man on Friday morning. I ended up hanging up with you, and my best friend Brian called me and got tickets to last night's game. Wow, that's awesome. And we went, and it was uh, the third inning wiped me out. I lost my voice. (laughs) Like you guys said, hugging everybody. And, you know, I'm here in the car now driving to my mom's shore house. I got my better half, Melissa, with me, who who deals with me yelling at the TV. I know that game, <laughs> Well, it's all worth it now, Justin. All the uh, yelling, no, all the pain, God, all the anguish, believe, it's all worth it. It's all worth cannot, it, buddy. We did it. I cannot believe we won it at home. It's just 
you know, like you said on Friday morning, and you guys keep saying your old word magical. I know, because it's the right word. It's the right word, and Justin, great call, buddy, and and I love the emotion and the laws of the voice, but it's the right word, man. It's been so long, and to your point, we've watched so much bad baseball, and, like, again, dude, the first time I I started working at WIP – uh, it right after the twenty in the twenty sixteen season, so like at the beginning, like in August, so it was like the end of that season. So I started there. Like that season was horrible. My first Philly season WIP was a sixty six win <laughs> Phillies team. They won sixty six games, and since then it's just been progressively better and more, more disappointing. Yep. Exactly, and more painful. And the September collapses, and to be here now, it. Again, it's surreal. Like it is, I, I, I almost feel like I'm dreaming, man. Yeah. I, 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 I keep thinking of the LeBron meme. The is this my life? Like, yeah. I can't. I, that's what I, I feel. I feel like is this my life right I now? I can't believe it. And uh, like you know, my my story. You know, I, I didn't get to go to any playoff games from 07 to eleven. First I lo- playoff I, game yesterday. Love my pa- my mom. My mom hates that I continue to mention this because she thinks it makes her look bad. Um, yeah, I love I love my parents, but I didn't get to go to one playoff game yeah. during the run. And it's not great. Yeah, and, it's disappointing, Mama Fritz. You know I'm is, a fan, but I mean, which is great. It's fine. It's all good. Um, and 07 to 11 was magical. It was something that I'll never forget. And and Rollins, Utley, Howard, Hamels, like they were our guys. And and growing up with them and and being able to be a young fan, fall in love with baseball with those guys was special because they're you know the the pillars of the best run um, in, in franchise history. And what makes this so cool is that now these guys are starting to feel like our guys. You know, Stotter, you know, comes up and is a rookie playing. Like, Bryson Stott is a rookie playing shortstop in the NLDS and having a huge key double. Like, we're That's talking big, about... Maybe the biggest bat of the, the series. We're talking like, about the Bryson Stott double. It, it, first off, it reminds me... It's so poetic. It, it, he was batting ninth, like Brett Myers was batting ninth, yeah. and Reese Hoskins, after they walked Schwarber... Hits a home run as a two-hole hitter, it's a, and which Victorino was a two-hole hitter as well. Yeah. It's like it's all perfect. So you have like you have Stodder coming up and doing that. You have Alec Bohm who goes from I, I bleeping hate this place to getting cheers to like people are talking about how much they love Alec Bohm. You have Gene Segura who was the longest tenured player in baseball for not making the playoffs. Gene Segura had not made the playoffs he in his entire. Thou- he played one thousand three hundred and twenty-eight baseball games without making. Think about that. Yeah. that is a lot of baseball games. Man. Yeah, and and think about him, man. Like he goes through all of that. You know that we all remember when his brother died with Milwaukee, yeah, and it's like, sure. and that was and a... the McCutcheon thing. He took that so personally. He talked about that later. How much that hurt him. Like yes. how much he blamed himself for that. Yes, and 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 we're sitting here, and he is going to the NLCS. He has three a... hit day today, baby. He has that huge jump over the the oh. railing yesterday, and oh, Maurice. Man. Yeah. On the Reese Homer, let's get to Reese. Reese is was the the our our great hope. Reese was like our cornerstone piece. Nolo is obviously pitching, whatever, but Reese was our hope. You know, of a cornerstone real prospect because we didn't have any real prospects. Reese was our real prospect that was going to come up and he was going to save us and he was going to be our savior. And for the last three years, he's talked about like I want to make our memories. I have to walk past the the thing in Clearwater, the picture in Clearwater, and see the final outs of the 08 World Series. And he's like, I'm sick and tired of it in a way like he's respectfully he's like i'm sick and tired of it. like i want to it's I wanna, time he, kept saying, he said it's that time. on your show yeah. and he gets to do that jt the second longest tenured player in baseball without going to the playoffs a lot of talk earlier this year of him being washed he's going to be in the mvp consideration and he should be he was, and, he was there but uh, schwarber i think is the team mvp for everything he brought off the field but i think jt was their best player this year 
Kyle Schwarber just played in his 10th clinching series. Like, he just clinched his 10th series. It's unbelievable. You want to talk about a winner, that's a winner. Well, Dombrowski said, I thought that was such an impactful statement. Dombrowski said he's the best clubhouse guy he's ever been around. Dave Dombrowski's been around baseball a really long time. And he traded for Darren Dalton. Yeah, he did, buddy. He traded for Darren Dalton yeah. in 97. Um, let's get to Brandon Marsh. Brandon Marsh what a is a guy who was a top prospect with the Angels. They ruined him. They tried to ruin him. They did everything they could to ruin him. He gets traded here. They fix him like that, which is crazy. I didn't know the Phillies were allowed to do Super that. Super quick, yeah. They, they fixed Brandon Marsh, and now it feels like we have a, a stalwart in center field for the next. How great is it when a ball's hit to center field? You're just like, oh, he's got it. Didn't know that was possible. <laughs> no problem. Like, yeah, didn't done. know that was real. Nick Castellanos, you know, everyone's fired up when he gets here. Like, we got our, our superstar right fielder. Uh, has a, a disappointing first year, starts making up for it in the postseason. Like, starts having some moments. The Cassiano's catch, the big hit yesterday. You know, um, he's starting to hopefully look like the guy. Um, there's just, there's so, like, 07 to 11 had a lot of homegrown, our guys. We had to learn how to love these guys. And now we're here, and I, I couldn't love them anymore. 215-592-9494. Let's talk to Zach and Jackson. What up, Zach? Uh, hello, you guys can hear me? Yeah, yes. What's you. up, what up Jackson? Oh, okay. I just wanted to make this clear. Let's go! Yeah! Let's go! NLCS, baby! Let's go! I saw you guys on the big screen. I love it. It's my favorite <laughs> podcast host ever. Uh, Brandon Marsh, the daycare is alive. I, like, yes. Forget the veterans. The daycare is alive. Stoddy, Marsh, Veerling when he's in there holds his own. Like, boom. Everyone is just Everyone, everyone, who let the Phils get hot, you guys? <laughs> no yeah, idea, pal. Oh, my who, God. But, so for, those, hey. for those who don't know, Jack has been saying who let the Phils get hot for the entire history of our podcast, and it has never once been true till now. Well done. Oh, it's it, I, I, everyone. It's everyone. It, it, it's not the steal from the Eagles. I know Jack doesn't want to talk about it. It's the whole team. Who cares? It's the whole team. It's it the, the whole team. team. No, Nola, Nola in October is shut down. Zach Wheeler's still an ace. Our, our bullpen. What? When did the Phillies get a bullpen? All these <laughs> young guys, all the veterans. Everyone's doing it. This is the best. I love this. This is the best sporting day of my life. This is the best game, Phillies game I've ever went to. I'm so happy I went. Like this morning, found tickets. Went amazing seats. Uh, unbelievable. Unbelievable. I I can't believe I went. Uh, I'm, Zach, I'm this still, is I'm, awesome, dude. We're so happy for you, and we're so happy for all the listeners and all the people who got to experience it again. And I think he makes a great point, you know, talking about the daycare, and we were talking about kind of the the signs that this thing got different. And obviously it was it was the changeover from Jordy to Thompson, but I think a big part of Thompson was the daycare thing and letting the kids play and believing in them. And, oh, wow, like you let a guy get reps in the majors, he gets better? Oh, my God, what a crazy thought that is. We don't need to bench him and send him down for Ronald Torres. I think that vibe, the, the daycare vibe, added something that this team hasn't had the last few years. It added that youth, that excitement, that exuberance, and that I don't know what I don't know type of thing. And, and I think it's made a real difference. Well, and especially on a team of veterans. You know, there are veteran guys from the outside having, like, Baseball is a marathon. We all know that. But having those guys be able to come up and just bring energy every day. Like Nick Maton is is a lunatic in the best way possible. But like the Wolfie thing, everyone talks about oh, it. And great. everyone loves him. And, yeah. and you talk about the daycare. I mean, think about – 
think about what happened out in Milwaukee. You know, the 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 the, the Alec oh, Bohm tie the game, the yeah. Veerling homer after that. Like I it think was, Veerling had the biggest hit of the year too. I think that four three game against Toronto, just a five regular five. Season. And I think that was the game where like it stopped the bleeding. Like that was at the worst moment of it all. And then they won that, and then they won two games against Atlanta, and they kind of righted the ship. That was a big game. They were down three nothing in the eighth in that game. There was a lot of low moments, buddy. There were, don't there were a lot of them. I, like I don't know if that so was low. dude thirteen to four is like the lowest no, I, I felt. Know, I'm no, I know. That hit was so big because yeah. it ended. That, but that there, run. but there, the, the daycare is, and it's just, it's perfect. Like for for years, James, what have we heard? Oh, they, the, all the young kids come up and suck. They oh, never well, develop the, anyone. The Phillies drafting and development, the worst ever. I yes. mean, think about it. First base, homegrown. Third base, homegrown. Ace, homegrown. Shortstop, shortstop, homegrown. You know, there are uh, Matt Veerling, key key uh, utility guy, homegrown. Maton, utility, homegrown. Um, like there's a, there's a bullpen guys, Sir Anthony. There are a few guys there. Yeah. Like they are starting to develop some homegrown guys, and we'll go back to the phones in a second. But the the most fun part about this, James, is that we're just getting started. I know. Like that we're just getting. This is special. I don't want anyone to not be in. Engulfed and, in, and ingrained in the moment that is happening right now because we don't get to experience it. But just know, like, this is only getting better. These guys are in their prime. All these guys are in their prime. The young guys are coming up and they're figuring out how to win. Like, think about Bright. Like, think about the best pitching prospect in baseball just like waiting in the wings and Mick Abel just chilling behind him. <laughs> but think about Bryson Stott. You know, and I, I feel like I've talked about him a lot. But this is a 24-year-old in the middle of a pennant race, like. He legitimately could have another decade here. And think about the young guys that come up and, like, he can tell them, no, nah, that's not the way we do it. Yeah. Like, this is how we won in 22, which is, like, what which a weird, is a crazy a, way that, to think about you, it. I, like, you said that, that sentence. I was like, wait, what? Yeah. Like, it still doesn't hit. It's so wild. Let's go to Glassboro and talk to our guy, Black Gritty. Black Gritty! Jack Nolo, baby mama. Victory! I love you guys so much. If you need your couch food, if you need to borrow fifty dollars, anything you need right now. Now is the time to ask, brother. Whatever you need, okay. I got you. Need the car wash, the vacuum, whatever you need, we are here for. I'm so happy, Jack. You know, we and Jack been talking all year long, and we was we was holding on to the playoffs, and we just got to get in there. And Jack, look at us now, baby. We super look at us now, BG. Look at us we now. Are super Jack. I got a butt lift. I got people calling my phone. We're taking it to the NLCS, PG. NLCS. I can't stand it. Guess what? Guess what, guys? It don't matter who wins because I don't know if you guys remember our record going out to California. These guys love California. Oh, we dominate the West Coast, Black Gritty. it even better buddy 
is we have a stress-free song. Well, unbelievable. Yeah, like it's but yeah, the, it, it's almost like the Eagles game is just like sure, yeah. this will be fun. Why not? And we don't. Let's beat the Cowboys yeah. too. Dallas sucks. I still feel that way. <laughs> let's beat it's the just, Cowboys it's, too. It, it's like icing on the cake, but it's like taking everything that like this is what mattered, and it, and they closed it out today at home. Two one five five nine two. 94-94, the, the emotion in these calls, the excitement is giving me life, Jack. This is this is everything. Keep coming. We're going to keep celebrating with you. It's Fritz at Seltzer. It's high hopes. We're coming right back. Two on, one out. Morton kicks the pitch. Swung on, hit high in the air, right field deep. Acuna back, track, wall, gone! Brandon Marsh with a three-run home run to right field. And the Georgia native gives the Phillies a 3-0 lead here in the bottom of the second. God, Fransky's just so good. He knows to let it breathe for a moment. Oh. I mean, it's just like a, just the best. 215-592-9494. It's Fritz. It's Seltzer. We are talking about the Phillies winning today to go to the NLCS. It's surreal. What up, buddy? So are you uh, are you prepared for next year at the Phil's Ring Ceremony? Oh, um, man. Oh, slow down. Are you, slow down, Are buddy. you ready for Joe Girardi to come out and get a ring? <laughs> oh, my God. I didn't think about that. 100% getting a ring. Familia, Oduble. Like, yep. there's a whole group. Didi. Oh, my God. Didi's fine. Didi could have a ring. I'm Scott Kingery. He was here for a minute. Yeah. He came up this year. <laughs> Mickey. It, that, but what a great point. Like, what a year it's been. Like, this is, they are going in the NLCS, and it's the same year where we watched Juris Familia do his thing, where yep. we watched Oduble still here. Like, it, it almost feels like it was a different season. Well, you know, that part of it. It's I crazy. Mean, think about it. Uh, 21 and 29, 22 and 29, whatever, after they fired Girardi. Yeah. Um, and, like, the, the game down in at Atlanta where Bryce is the big homer off Jansen. Oh, and then bringing back I'll never, yeah. the oh, worst. Uh, the 7-1 lead, 7-1 oh, lead on that Thursday. Um, like There's been so many of these, just the, every freaking series in Miami. Like There's been so many painful, like 19-11. to 11. Oh, Brandon, The Rocky series in 2018. Oh, my goodness. Brandon Workman existing. Um, <laughs> yeah, Heath Embry existing, too. Like those Both guys them, existing yeah. and just ruining our collective baseball lives, going 1-8 and eight down the stretch in, 2000, in 2020 to miss the playoffs when you just had to win one game one. against the Rays team one. that had nothing to and play for. And the Marlins for. before that. Oh, yeah. my God. The five-game five National Series, they like lost two or three or whatever. Like I, it's, it's been... There has been so many, like the the Yadiel Hernandez walk off. Like Yadiel Hernandez hit a walk off against his team. Wilmer Defoe, remember that one? The the game up in New York this year, there was the nail in the coffin. Eduardo Escobar walking them off. Like we can count all the just dreadful, dreadful losses, and it all just becomes pent up and let out when they do this today and they do this in front of this crowd that has waited so long for it and hasn't shown up. And I know they haven't shown up because they didn't believe. But, man, when this city believes and when this city gets behind you, I'll never forget watching the 08 World Series DVD of, I think it was Ryan Howard, 
he read the piece of the article in the Philadelphia Inquirer the day after, and he's like, thank you for turning Citizens Bank Park into the coolest place in sports for the last month. It was. And it was the coolest place in Philadelphia, without a doubt. And these last two days have felt like the coolest place in sports. You know, you hear national broadcasts talking about, like, wow, it's loud Ken there. Rosenthal said it was so loud he couldn't, like, do his job. He was having issues doing his job. Well, he's so, not like, very good at his job, well, thus the Girardi, the Girardi article. But, like, it you're starting to get recognition for just how different it is here. And we've talked about this a lot, but I'm so happy for the players. Like, the players being able to feel what it's like. And, no, like, this has to become intoxicating when you have sat there. They, oh, and no you doubt. know they've sat there through games How where it's like. How do you go back like, to the other way? Exactly. Yeah. And you yeah. know they sat there, and it's like, does anyone here still care about baseball? People care about baseball, buddy. Oh, my God. What a day, guys. What a day. It is such a, a again, I'll say it again, a magical, magical, a magical, thing. magical day. Let's keep it rolling. Celebrate with us. Let's go to South Jersey and talk to my guy, Chuck, who I know was in the building today for it. Chucky, how you doing, pal? James, guess what? Chuck, what? We clinched. Yes, we did, buddy. Chucky. Hi, Jack. James, James, guess what? What's that, Chuck? We clinched at home. <laughs> we did, buddy. Against the Braves, Chuck. Guess what, James? What, Chuck? Me and you were there. Yeah, we were there, buddy. What a day, man. What a day. Came home and watched the Flyers do a number. Who? <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. Well, shout out to the Flyers. I just saw on Twitter that they put the final out on the big screen there. So the people at the Flyers game were able to see it. And that's something Jack and I have talked about. Like, that's another thing that's been really cool about this Phillies playoff run. And we saw it today with Embiid and Lori here in the reception they got. We saw it yesterday with Howie and Nick uh, Sirianni here and, yep. and Tobias Harris and all that. And, like, the the – the brotherly love between these teams and seeing these guys supporting each other. And Jack talked about how important he thought it was for this Phillies team when the, the Phillies were at the Eagles game and yep. everyone did the Phillies chant stuff. I, I think that's special. Yep. And it's not something we've seen a lot of the last few years. No, you don't, you don't see a lot of cross uh, uh, admiration between uh, teams for one city. You know, yeah. it's, it's, it's really, it's really nice to see. It makes it that much more special. Chucky, a pleasure, buddy. I'll talk to hey, you, you soon. Know what? I'm happy we're here for it. Gerard, Girardi, what would happen if he would have just stuck around? Well, well we wouldn't be here, yeah, Chuck. I'd probably like eight games under 500, I think. Is oh, Chuck, what total it? best. Love you, buddy. I'll talk Love to you, you soon, Chucky. Oh, We'd wow. be golf. I mean, the Phils would be golfing today. And, like, the young players would not. We Joe Girardi would have been fired at the end of the season is what would have happened, you know? Well, and we wouldn't know anything about these players. We wouldn't know anything about the young guys. We wouldn't know how they respond to any situation. We wouldn't know, like, if Alec Bohm could bounce back from it, if Bryson Stock could handle playing shortstop every day, if Matt Vierling could handle playing center field uh, or right field when Castellanos and Bryce get hurt because they, they would have brought up, like, who knows to play those positions because yep. he doesn't like playing young guys. We like brought and, Ronald Therese back. Like we would have brought Ronnie T back. Maybe we got Jeter out of retirement. Who knows? Like, <laughs> like it's it's. CD probably wouldn't gotten cut. Like all those things. Oh, Didi was one hundred percent still here. Like one hundred percent still here. So the the Girardi thing, the Girardi factor, honestly. Don't give him a ring when the Phils win the I'm World Series. I'm with you. And you know what? To this point, like the Thompson thing, we've given Thompson a lot of credit. 
I think Dave Dombrowski deserves a lot of credit too. Like he made the move. He was someone who said he didn't ever even consider manager changes in season is yep. what he said. And then he did the, make the move. He made great moves at the trade. I mean, look, we haven't even talked about it, but Syndergaard was good today. I like, know. He was pretty solid. Syndergaard, Brandon Marsh played a role today. Like these moves that he made ended up mattering. Brad Hand. The team he's put together. And, you know, I think, you know, we've, we've, you know, ripped him a lot of times over over the last couple years, and and you know what a year, what it, what and and these moves too. I think you can't. Well, underrate who's ripped them, Brody? With, no, not I mean like Philadelphia, oh. and you can't you can't underrate the the getting rid of dead weight too. Like it it you know took some hoods but a cut Didi. Like that's a vet who's been around for a long time, and they just cut him. Like getting rid of Odubo, getting rid of Familia, making those trades so that you can get rid of those guys. There were a lot of underrated type of well, moves that I think put this group together the right way. And it's so nice having a guy – listen, I, full, I mean, when they hired Dombrowski, I was not in. Like, I was not a Dombrowski guy. I, I, I thought he was going to be old school. I thought he wasn't going to be any analytics, whatever. He is far ex- – like, I, I love him. I mean, it took me about two months to be like, this is our guy. Um, and I was all in. But there's, there, there has to be something said – for knowing what winning baseball players look yeah. like. And there was a and lot what of a winning organization looks like. And there's a lot of points this year where it was like these guys don't know how to win, but ultimately when it came down to it and you know when, when Rob when when Rob Thompson would talk a lot about, you know, um they're resilient. It was a little bit of a chuckle whatever. But they are, yeah. you know, yeah. like they are very, they are tough. Yeah. They are tough. And that's what we asked for. And in this they were city. down two nothing in the ninth inning of their first playoff game. Like it feels so far ago. Yeah, Atlanta, they were. They were down two nothing and down to their final two outs of their first playoff game. And they won. And, and ever since the, turned and ever since. since that moment, you could just tell that they felt different. And it's not lost on me that Bryce Harper is the best player on this team. And. I feel like Bryce has always been a lead-by-example guy. He's not the rah-rah guy. Just follow me. I'll show you what to do. And that's good. That's great. But sometimes your your best players also have to be vocal, and they have to be into it as well. And you, you can't tell me that Bryce walking up and down the dugout or whatever he's doing saying, we're not losing this game, yeah. doesn't get you fired up if you're in that dugout. That's a great point. I mean, they look to him. He's the MVP. He won the MVP last year. And like, now he's back. And now he's back. Shout out to Miles Michaelis. <laughs> oh, we're man. sending you a ring, buddy. Yeah. We're sending you he a ring. more than Girardi, that's for sure. Yes. Let's go back to the phones. Go to Atlanta and talk to Nick, who's a Phillies fan in Atlanta. Must be sweet for you, pal. Nicky. Hey. Yo! Yes! Baby! Nick! You're my guys. You're my bleeping uh, guys. Thank uh, you. What a, what a moment, buddy. Down we here. did it, Thank Nikki. We did it, Nikki. Guys, I'm, tw- I'm 25. I was 11 when they won it in 08. I remember riding around my neighborhood on my little dirt bike screaming, Philly's back, <laughs> we broke the curse. And then wow. all these years, my God. I mean, this year, I was, I was 0-5. The Phils were 0-5 when I was... At away games this year, two in City wow. Field in mid-August. You know, you remember, no runs mm-hmm. scored Saturday, Sunday, mid-September here in Atlanta. Washington gets swept, I, and I was there on May fifth when they lost eight seven. I was at that wow. game, so oh. I was there Wednesday. I was there Wednesday watching our guy Reese blow it. <laughs> oh my God! Here in yeah. Atlanta, I was there. I was at. I was wow. at. Wow, Nick, you have a pretty epic run Nick. here. Nick. Nick, don't ever go <laughs> to another Phillies game in Atlanta my, again, my, please. My uncle is a Braves fan, and he was trying to pay me to go to the game. That's hilarious. Weekend. He was trying to pay me. But I was there at the battery today watching in this fake Xfinity Live that they have, locked in. That place was was a morgue. 
It was a ghost town. <laughs> I love it. Was it was amateur hour. I was the only Phillies. Well, there were a lot of Phillies fans in the bar. I was the only one wearing a Phillies jersey. Wow. They're all coming up to me saying you were brave enough to do it. And there's a bunch of amateurs at that place that they keep showing me on the big board. The Phillies are up 3-0, 3-1, 4-1. They keep showing me, and I just point to my maroon tee on my chest. That's Go awesome. Phils, baby. Go scoreboard. Phils. Nick, so, we're, we're scoreboard. proud tomorrow, buddy. We're proud. Yeah, you, you're my guy. Thank you for getting me through it down here. I wish I could be back at CVP. You know, my uh, official my official position for a Jack Fritz saying on going to away games as a, as a fan is it sucks. I want to be back in Philly. It's no fun. It. It's lose-lose. If, if your team wins, you're the bleep hole. Your team loses, you're still the bleep hole. Uh. Uh, so get me back to Philly. Uh, we love it. Nick, thank you, man. It means a lot. Uh, you know, getting a yo, it is call. That was first that was, time. That was, That's the first time for it. That was um, pretty freaking cool. It is cool having a lot of like I love the Phillies, you know, and we love the Phillies. And and a lot of our listeners, uh, WIP, I hope's like we love the Phillies. But it was almost the last couple of years of laughing. Like it was like you you really love that team. I'm like, know. yeah, I really do. Like they are. I, I know it's an Eagle city. Like the Phillies are my thing. I love them. Um, and to be able to sit here and just be filled with so much joy and pride with being a Phillies fan. First off, weird feeling. Uh, it's been a while since I've been able to do pride that. Pride is not a word that has been associated with uh, the fan base in this team that often. Yeah, it's been it's been unbelievable. It's it, I'm so happy. I love these guys. I love this city. I love the Phillies. And we can be proud to be Philadelphia Phillies fans today, which is it's been a long time since we can do that, since we can say that and we can just rejoice and just, you know, talk about them in such a positive way. We don't have to hear about, oh, they're going to collapse again. This guy's a loser. That guy's a loser. They're winners. They are (laughs) winners. 215-592-9494. We are sitting in Citizens Bank Park right now, coming to you from the booth at Citizens Bank Park where the Phillies just clinched the National League Division Series <laughs> and are going to the NLCS. What a what a, a magical day it is. And, uh, and we're going to be back. One more segment for us. We'll keep taking your calls. And then after that, Rob Ellis and Devin Caney taking you after that. We will have Phillies reaction all night on WIP. Keep it here. We're coming right back. Dominguez ready. The 3-2. Swing and a miss. He got him. And the ball game and the series are over. And the Phillies are headed to the National League Championship Series as they have taken out the world champs. An 8-3 win. The Phillies celebrate on the mound. And this crowd can celebrate as the Phillies' season will continue. They have taken out the world champs. How about that? Like, and it's not e- that? James, it's not even the world champs. It's the freaking Braves, yep. dude. How often yep. – seriously, in, in your life, I mean, you're almost 50 now. <laughs> like, almost 50. Think <laughs> about how many times our teams have beaten – rivals in the playoffs not like many. it just doesn't not like many. Nine, 93 you know that's by the way brave still have not beaten the Phillies in the playoffs just saying. but it just doesn't happen like 1988 uh nfc uh, championship yeah, game but i wasn't around obviously that, they yeah. beat the cowboys which is special um but you know they lost the the cowboys game a couple years like what mm-hmm. 2008 2009 yep. um 2008 obviously they, they, they lost the game, giants but, that year the ron dixon yeah like know. they beat the giants in the playoffs on a walk-off uh acres kick right mm-hmm. um but in baseball, 
Like I've never I, played the Mets and no. the Braves. They're one and zero. And I guess know, it doesn't happen. That it doesn't often. happen. Yeah. We we never get to face our rivals in big moments. And and again, the for for a couple of years, it's been like you want to be like the Braves. You want to be like the Braves. The Phils bludgeoned the Braves. <laughs> like they, I know game one ended up being close. They smoked them in game one. Game two was an error away from being a, a flip of the coin. They smoked them yesterday, and they smoked them today. The Phillies took it to a team that has owned us, that, James. Not just They've that, a team us. that has owned us, and also a team that since June 1st has been the best team in the sport. Like the Braves have been unreal since June 1st. Yes. They caught the Mets. Yes. Oh, by the way, what are Ten the Mets doing? Are they playing now? I'm not sure. Oh, Do they okay. play later? I don't know. They must be on. Are we going mean, to? I mean, they had 101 yeah. wins, right? They must be playing. Well, and they have Scherzer and DeGrom. Yeah. So that I'm should sure, yeah. carry you through I mean, you any playoff play series. Yeah, I mean, they would never yeah. They would never lose we gotta a playoff check the, series. we got to check the TV listings after. I'm sure they're playing later. I'm not so. a big baseball guy. <laughs> I don't really check. I don't work in, in sports, but... I would find it very hard to believe that a team that had Max Scherzer and Jacob DeGrom on it <laughs> would, would lose a first-round series. Oh, buddy. What a day. What a day. Celebrate with us. It's what? I just love that there's not that many people here anymore, but they keep walking by. Everyone and walks their, by. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Every that's single our person guy. who walks by, it's like people who work here, this and that. Every single person who has walked by is like fist-pumped or like pounded the window or whatever. The, 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 it's real. It's real here. Let's go to South Philly and talk to our guy, Darren. D, we did it, buddy. Let's go. We did it, D. Yes, we did. I can't wait. I called it. I said, before we before we went to say, before we finished the season, I said, don't let us get in the playoffs. Don't, don't let them do it. Don't let I the Phillies get them. hot. Don't Exactly. Like you say all the time on the pod, don't yeah, who let right. the Phillies get hot. And they are hot. They're dangerous, and our biggest Achilles heel is no longer a problem. I trust our bullpen complicitly. Like, when was the, when did you think you would ever say that about our bullpen prior to this year? Yeah, it's been a long. I mean, oh, like, wait. oh wait, oh wait, two thousand eight. Of course, buddy. we have Lynch, Lynch closing. I trust anything too. Yeah, man, and Madsen and those guys. I mean, that that bullpen. Well, Romero, so Air, Durbin, all of them. Yeah, hey, yeah. Jack. Yes, Jack. Who do you want more, the Padres or the Dodgers? I want the Dodgers personally, just so I can, just so we can beat up on Josh Friedman again. That's well, just what that's I want to do. Ed D, love Andrew you, buddy. Friedman. Great call. That's a great question. Who do you want? Well, I, I, like obviously, you know, the Dodgers, one hundred and whatever, eleven wins. They're the Dodgers, um, but you know, there is something to to be the best. You got to beat the best. Well, where are you at with that? That's fine. The Dodgers, uh, first off. Cute Mickey Mouse title in 2020. <laughs> like, doesn't really count. So with you on that. Um, it didn't happen. So they've choked in every single postseason, and they're it's well it's on their way. Point, man. Well they might on their, choke tonight. It could be over. Well on their way to choking again. But at the same time, I think when the Dodgers get rolling, I don't want to be the team. I want to face the Padres. I, Give I, me like, the pods. Very easy answer. But, man, like. The pods have a lot of talent that are figured. They also have yeah, Team of Destiny vibes, too. They went on Soto, for Christ's sake. And Manny Machado's ridiculous. Yeah. Oh, he's, and he's locked in. Machado's been great in the yes. playoffs. And they, I mean, Musgrove can pitch. I mean, Clevenger, uh, uh, Snell. Not Clevenger, Darvish. Snell. Darvish. Darvish wasn't great in the last game. But, you know, they're, they're just they're talented. They're they got, and it seems like haters kind of figured it out yeah, a little bit. Like, no. I think both teams are obviously going to be a, a massive challenge. Um I would just rather play the Padres, although they, they seem like they're kind of rolling right now. It's just if you're telling me I got to feel confident heading into a 111-win Dodger team. At the same time, though, 
That starting staff is not the same. No. I mean, like Bueller Tyler goes out. Uh, Dave Dombrowski tried to go get Tyler Anderson he last knew. year. Now he's pitching in the playoffs. The Dodgers, Andrew Gonsolin, Friedman. like Gonsolin, you know, feels like a lot of smoke and mirrors with yeah, the, the numbers yeah, this year. Yeah. I agree with you. It's not – It's well, not. Kershaw's career post yeah. is 4-5. Yeah. And, and Urias is good, but he's not, like, unhittable no, or anything no, like no, that. No. So that, I don't know. It's an interesting point, actually. We'll be talking ourselves into <laughs> the Dodgers. Uh, bring on the Dodgers. Honestly, the way the Phillies—that's well, the cool thing—is it doesn't like. I mean, look, they could beat any. They could beat anybody. Like that's that's what they look like right now. That's the the vibe that they have. And people forget that Nola owned uh, Mookie Betts in the 2018 yeah, All-Star buddy. game. Which, like, which, which before stuff. before <laughs> before this last week, I was holding my hat on uh, Nola in the All-Star game in 18. Nola at Fenway, and Boston. We've talked about that. And and that. And now our guy, he is. I'm just saying this. You can take it whatever way you want. He has had a better start to the playoffs than Hamels did in 08. Dude, he hasn't given up an earned run. He hasn't given him an earned run yeah. in three massive, yeah. massive starts. Yeah. Like the the Monday in Houston. They close it out game, season. Yep. Game two in St. Louis and and the other night here. And it's like, not just the the numbers that it's it's watching him. He is as locked in as he's been since that like Fenway start. Like it consistently, like he is that Nola. He's the painting. It felt like every pitch he threw was exactly where he wanted it to be. I mean, it's it's been really, really yes. impressive yes. to watch. Let's go to Middletown and talk to our buddy Tom. Tom A. James, how you doing, my friend? Oh, what a pleasure, buddy. We're we're going to the NLCS, Tom. I couldn't be better, pal. Listen, the, the sports gods are shining down on Philadelphia right now. Yes, they We're are, Tommy. We're going to NLCS. We have an undefeated football team. And right now, in case nobody's yet paying attention, we have an undefeated hockey team. We're 2-0. Oh, everything's great. No, no one is paying attention, so I'm happy you said that, Tom. Just <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, great start for the Flyers, and, and we got great expectations for the Sixers. So this, 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 it's shining great right now. Yeah, and listen, Tom, it's gonna, the best I'm time in a long call, time, man. James, I'm going to be calling you Monday, and I'm going to pound Joe for his <laughs> hatred of that extra wild card team. Yes, please, please. Okay, I, I got to be that, honest, with, Tom. I listen. I love it. I cut. Joe is a Philadelphian. Oh, the, the guy most, is a die. Yeah, like I am yeah. happy for Joe too. too. I know he, too. he had a take, and people are still mad about it, and whatever. I'm happy for Joe. Like he like, cried when the Eagles won the Super Bowl on the radio. Like no one loves. And he Philly cried the other day. As much as Joe to and he cried the other day during a Phil's montage. montage. Like broke up. Like I yeah, I, I am too. I'm really happy for Joe. Dude, like, I, still I wore a uniform for- the last four days for Christ's sake. I shed a tear for him yesterday when he got 200 wins. <laughs> yeah, he's had a big weekend. Which made Tom? What made Joe Camera the most happy this weekend? Phil's going to the NLCS, being a, a win number two hundred on beat the hammer, or the Eagles beating the Cowboys tomorrow? What? What? Which is going to make him the most happy? Being the narcissist that he is, it's his two hundred fifty. Uh, you know, it probably it's is. It's close. I still, I think he would say the Phillies, but in his head, it's yeah, closer yeah. than it should be. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Tommy, what a pleasure, Let's, buddy. It, and and I want the Padres, not the Dodgers. Yeah, I do too. I do too. And great call. And yeah, look, I I'll take whoever though. That's the crazy thing. And I want the Padres. If I could choose, if I could wave a wand, I'd I'd make the Dodgers win tonight and make it go five games, because why not? Yeah. Um Burn but some I would rather face the Padres, but I can't Jack, this is one of the craziest things about where we're sitting right now. 
I not only did I never think we'd be sitting here with the way the season played out and the way September was playing out, I certainly did not think that you and I would be sitting in Citizens Bank Park talking about them winning the NLDS. I did not see that coming at all. But I also really did not see coming sitting here and saying, I don't care if it's the Dodgers. I'm not I, honestly, I am not scared of the I'm not. I'm not scared of the Dodgers. Put like, that on a Bring on whoever you want. I don't care. I feel like we could beat anyone in the world right now. That's how I feel. Put that on a billboard. You're right. Not afraid of the Dodgers. Because, like, you start talking your way through it. Starting staff's not that great. Mm-hmm. The lineup, I mean, Freeman, Freeman Mookie, yeah. Justin Turner in the playoffs, different animal. Uh, Trey Turner, future Philly, is obviously on that team. Um, yeah, the, the lineup's ridiculous. But at the same time, like, that bullpen doesn't scare me as much as it used to. Yep. I mean, Ken, Jansen's gone. Like, yep. we, we had to face Jansen up 7-3 uh, in the eighth great, today. How great was that? Oh, like- my. I mean, they, dude, freaking Snicker, who, by the way, did the whole Snicker. <gasps> So-called hostile environment. Take that. Yeah. Take I that, Brian. that quote back. Take that, Brian. Yeah. Yeah, way, to, way to rile up the wrong fan base heading into the series. But this freaking guy, he's, he's bringing out uh, 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 Minter in the fourth, fifth. <laughs> no. Like, like what, what, desperation? Setting in early I mean, for Brian Snicker? They were. They were desperate, and that's the way it played out. Yeah, listen. Listen. He got sunned by Rob Thompson all he week. He sure did, man. Beautiful. He sure did. And, and – you know, Rob Thompson, what a what a what a what a story. Like fifty eight years old, never got this opportunity. So funny him that the Flyers game the other night. He's like, Yeah, I've spent fifty eight years with no one knowing who I am. And now everywhere I go, people know me. It's the weirdest thing. I was like, What a what a unique, cool thing. Um, shout out to everyone and, and everyone who called in, you know, celebrating with us. Everyone who's online, stay on the line. Yes. Rob Ellis and Devin Kane are coming up next and they are talking Phillies. I promise I haven't talked to them about it. I'm just gonna assume. I'm just gonna know. No, that they're gonna talk Phillies. Talking Flyers bit Yeah, right. They're gonna react. So stay on the line. They will get to your call. And everyone who called in, we couldn't do without you. But, um, Jack, you know, uh, final thoughts, I guess, here is as we just did a high hopes radio after the Phillies won the NLDS in Citizens Bank Park. Um, and we're going to the NLCS. We're going to the NLCS. Uh, my final thought is that uh, I'm happy for, for everyone that has suffered for the last 11 years of just brutal baseball and living and dying with this team and knowing that this was possible and, and maybe not thinking this was ever going to happen again <laughs> is having the euphoria of playoff baseball. It's been so special these last two days of this ballpark being filled to the brim with just excitement about a baseball team. You know, it's, it's been so weird having to wait in lines at the bathroom and sitting next to people. And like, know. you know, it's, it's, so it's, it's there's, it's been so empty here and celebrate this. It doesn't happen very often. Uh, we know that as Phillies fans, but really as Philly sports fans, like we, we're, we're four for four town sometimes. Um, <laughs> and it's like we're, we're witnessing one of the best runs in this city's history. The Eagles are unbelievable. The Phillies are back. A six should have a chance at a title. Like this doesn't happen very often. Uh, shout out to Rod Lakin for letting us do this. Oh it's been my a God, lot of fun. Rod, we love you. And talk about people on people I'm genuinely happy for, buddy. He's coming up next, man. Like Robbie. Robbie's a Phillies guy, man. He's with us. He He's is, a Phillies guy. He is diehard. I love Robbie. Devin, I'm I'm excited for her to be able to experience um, this fan base after a win like that in the euphoria. So I'm pumped for those guys. Um, and uh, I I get me to Friday, man. Yeah, get me. Made a Friday. Well, Seb, I couldn't have said it better myself. Thank you to Moshe Kravitz, Dan Wilson producing the show. And uh, again, to everyone who called in and the euphoria and the excitement, like it means everything to us. We are, we are 
two Phillies fans who are here talking about the Phillies going to the NLDS are winning the NLDS and can't even so, so like what? going it's to over. the NLCS. It's over. Uh, and uh, to get this opportunity to, to talk to you guys in this moment has been uh, really special for both of us. Magical, you might say. Um, so shout out to everyone who, who gets to experience this tonight because it is it is it is special. We don't get that many special 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 days in Philly sports, and today's one of them. And uh, and we get to do it all again next week, buddy. How about it? The NLCS uh, again. Thank you to everyone who called in, everyone who listened, everyone who helped out. We couldn't do it without you. And, and Rob Ellis and Devin Kane here coming up next, talking Phils going to the NLCS. He's Fritz from Seltzer. Thanks for listening to a High Hopes Radio Edition. And the Phillies are going to the NLCS. We'll talk to you guys soon.